This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Only true gamers understand that gamers rise up. Hey idiots, Jackson B. Bailey here to let you know that this Melbourne International Comedy Festival I'm going to be hosting a dirty little game show called Big Deal, where I yell at my contestants, starring a whole bunch of comedians and sans pants people. It's sort of like the game show equivalent of eating your own body. Grab your tickets from the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website or from our own website, sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. Also, if you're looking to hold a piece of history more valuable than even the crown jewels, then head to audiobooksontape.com and grab a USB cassette of BigSoftTitty.png's very first year as a podcast. It comes with a filthy amount of bonus features, including a year in review and audio commentaries for both Dread and Twilight. Once again, that's audiobooksontape.com. Hello and welcome to Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. I'm Cass. Yeah, we're joined today by special guest Cass. Mm-hmm. Well, Special. <laughs> I, I forget what Zamet usually says here, but today we're looking at Captain Toad and other games. Great toad noise. Thank Cass, you. you've uh, filling in. Well, filling in makes it seem like that you're a substitute, but I feel that you're a far more valuable product to the company. <laughs> to replacing Jill Zammett. Hey, upgrade. An upgrade. Upgrading from Jill Zammett to Cass. Nah, it's like. I see us all as a packet of assorted creams. <laughs> We're all different biscuits. Thumb cramps is a roguelike, and unfortunately, after this episode, we lose our best equipment, Cass. <laughs> and then we'll be joined by something far. Inferior. Anyway, you've been playing heaps of Captain Toad. <laughs> yep! Captain Toad is a puzzle game which I absolutely love. I will be having some mild spoilers in here. Hopefully that's all good, but I think they're things that I wish I'd known going in because I played the game wrong. Yes! Let's, <laughs> let's right. spoil- Wait, are you confusing instructions for spoilers? <laughs> no. Um, Guys, that's a jump button. <laughs> Actually, there's not. <gasps> spoilers! <laughs> There isn't a jump button. That is the spoiler. You heard it here first. (laughs) Months after the game's initial release. Um, Years. It was originally a Wii U game. Years. Years. Oh, no. (laughs) I gotta go. (laughs) So it's a puzzle Where are you going? Back to the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To wait to the past. No, that's... It was the future for when I went there. I came from 1993. I've been steadily traveling forward in time ever since. Ah, I see what you did there. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. Captain Toad. (laughs) Yeah, please. So it's a little puzzle game. It's absolutely adorable. Uh, And you play on sort of cube 
levels, I guess. The way the game is set out as you go into it is it's a big book and each page is a little puzzle and you progress through to the end of the book. Yep. Um, I thought the book was the whole game. So I was like, you know when you can see the end in sight and you power through? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did that and then got to the end of the book and it turns out there are more books. (laughs) Heaps of books. Uh, And as soon as I got to the next one, I was destroyed and wish I hadn't have done that um, because I'd been playing puzzle games for too long and I got a bit sore in the eyes and the Uh, heart, I think. Um, (laughs) Sore in the heart. I get it. You play too many puzzle games, sore in the heart. But uh, since having a, a little bit of a break from it after feeling destroyed, really annoyed at myself for doing yeah. that to me, who I love dearly. <laughs> um, the all the the there's so much more progression in what the levels do. There's like really pretty colors in the new ones. Love me some colors. Mm. Yeah, and another really cool thing. This is a bit of a spoiler. Oh. As you're going through <gasps> your toad and oh, this, this isn't spoilers. Come here. Okay. Your, your toad, your little pink girlfriend gets stolen by Big Bird. Toadette. <laughs> Uh, cannot say who Big Bird is, though. <laughs> Maybe Big Bird. <laughs> it's a big crow, yeah? Yeah, it's a big crow. It's not like Carmack or anything, No, is it? it's just a big crow. Cool. Yeah, big crow steals your girlfriend. Toadette. Toadette. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, is that a pun on Odette? Maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> or it could just be Toad and Toadette. Yeah, yeah. they could be like Toad and Girl Toad. Yeah. Which is weird The Toad is the masculine. Like, is Bernadette... Toad. The f- female version of burn. Of burn off. <laughs> Feel the Bernadette. <laughs> For all you ladies out there. <laughs> I invite you to feel the Bernadette. <laughs> yes, when you get to the end of the first book. Yep. Uh, Does I th- the book go on a shelf when you finish it? I, for some reason in my head, I can imagine that. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Uh, but the book does get cool stamps as you finish more and more oh, of the book. All right. Like okay. a passport. That's pretty good. Yes. Prior <laughs> to passports being electronic. <laughs> no, you still get stamps on passports. Some countries, yes. Others, no. What? Sadly. I love yeah. the stamps. Yeah. They're what annoys been- me about the stamps, as a little aside, is that they don't evenly go... From first blank page to second blank page, because everybody at the border just opens it up randomly, stamps it, and hands it back to me, and I'm like, this is not neat. (laughs) Chaotic customs. (laughs) Um, I like that. I'd do the same thing. I'd purposely stamp it halfway through. Shut up, idiot. Enjoy my country. Feels lazy. Go on. We all do the same thing. It's just not good when it's done to you. (laughs) Yeah, look, let's be honest. If I worked at customs, not only would I stamp their thing like that, I'd then borrow their drink and shake it up. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. <laughs> For some reason I imagine I was working the working in the UK. Probably because customs officers are the ones I'm familiar with. Anyway, continue. <laughs> when you go and um when you finish your first book, you get little Toadette back and you're all happy, and then you open up book two. Yeah. And then the crow comes back and steals Toad <gasps> and your Toadette. Oh, oh that's that the rules. best. It's so good. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, I love this, but I have to go to bed. <laughs> I'm so angry. i got to walk around because I didn't walk anywhere today. <laughs> I haven't been outside. Oh! Um, it's a really addictive game. Yeah. <laughs> that rage, I feel like, is a good sign of a game. If it yeah. makes you angry that you can't keep playing it, great. What makes you angry you haven't been outside? <laughs> Um, I think the best things about the game is that as you progress through, it keeps adding um, newer and newer things. Yeah. But, um, which is a nice thing to do, you know, when you play a game and you just want to get good at the one thing, yeah. there are all these different goals that you can achieve as you play throughout the game. So, you know, when you're like, you do a level and they're like, hey, here's a goal for a level, like, find this thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, do this level without killing any enemies. Yeah. Do this level without 
blah, blah, blah. So there's those for every single one. And then there's also just a weird little side thing where they hide a, a sticker of a toad somewhere ah, in the level. Ah, sneaky then, toad. Yeah, so instead of playing the level, you use... Because as I said, it's a cube before. You have to use the camera to manipulate and move everything around. Mm-hmm. Which okay. I will point out as a bit of a con. Every now and then, as you move the camera, the controls 99% of the time would adapt. So if you're pressing your right... Oh, yeah. You'd go whatever your toad's right was on the yeah. screen. But then sometimes when you'd shift the course around, it would not pick up where you'd moved it to and you'd go the wrong direction. I fell off a cliff that way. It made me sad. <laughs> I, I found when I played it in the actual, like, holding the console, mm. I find that found that much easier to control than when I had it, like, on the TV and I was just using the sticks kind of to the side. Did, did, you, did you find that? Yeah, I did. Um, I know the first time I played it was months ago. Mm. here and i played on your account and i just made it my goal because you'd pretty much finished the first book yeah. i made it my goal to do all the little side chapters ah, in every yeah. single one <laughs> things that jackson famously ignores yeah i hate them no we complete each other it's great <laughs> you know as as we were discussing i got to second book and was like more no <laughs> I got a second book and I was like, oh, God, the game's still going. <laughs> Why can't games be one level? That's what I want. Every game, 60 bucks, one level. Sorted. <laughs> that was that was a point of thing for me. I was going through because the price tag was still on the box. I was mm. like, oh, $60? I nearly finished this game in like a few hours. Yeah, That's sure. really not good. It keeps going? <laughs> oh. It's gone outside. If I had known I couldn't have finished it today, I would have broken it up appropriately. <laughs> I felt like I had to finish it. <laughs> Um, so my review for the game is mainly advice of you don't have to. It's really nice um, if you just sort of take your time with it because it is individual puzzles. I mean, they have like a loose storyline, but it's just a puzzle game. So mm. you can just have fun with it. And now I'm back to it and now I'm on new levels with cool ghost floors and I'm very Ooh, excited about getting spooky. back into it. That's yeah. great. I didn't realize it was a horror game. <laughs> I know that recently there was, I think, or maybe not recently, or it's, it's coming. There's an update that is going to allow co-op. So... Yep, toad and toad out on the same level. You can. So there is a multiplayer option. As someone with no friends, I didn't give that a go. Sure, no, that's no, fair. Totally understand. Jackson has that problem every episode. <laughs> hey, maybe this game will be fun with friends, but all of my friends are rude or I have none. Yeah, so unfortunately <laughs> I'm at a loss. I'd so volunteer to play games with you, but I'm guessing a lot of them I'm just bad at and I just I just hold you back. I you think you will better. find the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, I'm reckless. Jackson in puzzle games will like try and brute force the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I get frustrated and bored and stop playing and yep. distracted. And it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, don't worry. You will not be the one dragging <laughs> the team down. You're pretty much tying an anchor to yourself and going for a swim if you play with Jackson. Oh, yeah, I love a challenge. Yeah, exactly. And then the, when you get far enough, the challenge is cutting the rope. <laughs> yes. Leave me to die. <laughs> Perfect. So I think... For the game in terms of thumbs, yeah. I yep. think I'll give it three thumbs and a knuck, maybe mm. even four thumbs. Four okay. thumbs. I, I want to give it four because I feel like I didn't treat it properly. <laughs> hey, it's your review. You can give it as many as what you want. What does it lose that fifth thumb for? The Just the fact that every now and then you just go off a cliff. But yeah. that was, as I said, it was like 99% <laughs> of the time. I played it a lot, so it felt like it happened a couple of times. But, you know, if you played it over a week, you just wouldn't notice. Yeah, yeah, fair, um, fair. <laughs> And it, I guess it does lose that other thumb for my own frustration. <laughs> I'm not playing it properly because I think about it. I'm like, oh, it's just I've played better games. Yeah, yeah. That's a good sure. reason to not give it a perfect yeah, score. I've played better games, but I love it. I'm very excited to keep playing it. There are puzzles that are, are easy. Oh, actually, no. Here's the thing that's 
Yeah. Oh, a negative, a gripe. I don't know because it's I. There are some levels that you just breeze through and they're really easy. Some of them are more puzzle based, so yep. like the challenges are a lot harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them have a skill. There's like one where you're on a cart, so you, because you're on a cart the whole time, you can't die. Yeah. But the whole thing is you're shooting like little turnips things. Toad with a gun. Yeah. yeah. Gun toad. So you do it a lot of times because you're building a skill as opposed to it being difficult in another way. So yeah. it has yeah. a wide range of all the things you can be good or bad at. I was really bad at a couple of levels to the point where they gave me like a, a special magic turnip that made me invincible. <laughs> um, I was thinking it would be like the Star in Mario where mm. you go through and you just... Um, like you can't you, get touched. Yeah, you can't no. get touched until it runs out. <laughs> it never runs out. Yes, you just can't get hurt. <laughs> and then I was, it was, it was a bit hurtful, rude. <laughs> it was hurtful because I was like, oh, that's a bit much. But I kept dying still, so <laughs> I fell off of cliffs. Ah. Uh, yeah. So there were things. To, there were still ways to die and to not complete the level at. And clearly the game was like, you need a hand. And I was like, that's rude. But I clearly did. And there, you don't have to eat the special toad mushroom yeah. thing. And I did every time and I still died. So, yeah, no. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> thing Nintendo started to do. I don't know if started. Maybe for a while they do. Since like, the Wii, I think. Or Wii, 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 Wii U, U I yeah. think, possibly. Is that every Nintendo game will have that option. So Like, like in, an easy mode. Yeah, like, oh, Super Mario Brothers Wii U or whatever. They're like, here's assist mode where you can just... Float, float, and don't even worry about dying. And even like I talked about it in the you know the new Super Mario Brothers Wii Wii U Deluxe Mondo Big Bucks game (laughs) for the Switch, where it's like, hey, literally quite a few of these characters, two of the five characters are Uh, easier, are easy mode, which like I guess is is good for. Um, like, you know, I, I guess Nintendo assumes you're going to be playing it with, like, younger siblings or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Switch has funky mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just... Funky mode? Funky mode. You play as Funky Kong, he just surfs on all the spikes. Yeah, you just don't get damaged because you're too busy being <laughs> cool. delightful. Too, too funky to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a really nice option for, like, if younger you're... Younger bla- mm. players. If you're much younger and you're still learning all the fine motor skills required to play a video yeah, game, because yeah. a lot of them are, you know, they they have to cater to a younger and an older market of people like us and yeah I think the thing that hurt me the most was that even with the thing I kept dying <laughs> so I was simultaneously like don't baby me and also how dare I be oh, this bad. I had yeah. <laughs> exactly the same thing playing New Super Mario Brothers Switch hooray hurrah mm. in that I would play as Toadette because I like the way she looks and then I would get she, the peach crown. Yeah, get the peach crown and be like, "Whoa, I'm so I can float. I don't die." And then I would still die. And I'm like, yeah. "I'm playing on easy mode and I'm losing." Yeah, it's good. I get it. Sometimes you need it. to be humbled by Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they do humble. So I will give the game four four thumbs. I'll go four thumbs. Four thumbs. I would say enjoy it as you would a puzzle game where each level is separate. It doesn't have a very strict story mode. There's a whole heap of variety in the type of puzzles. You look for things, you touch things, you move things. There's a bit of interactivity with the touchscreen as well, which is really, really cool. So, like, you can move things out of the way before you get there. Yep. Um, it's really interesting. It's really fun. I would definitely recommend it. But, yeah, just just take your time with it. Know <laughs> that it's going to be longer than you think and you don't have to rush and you can just enjoy the game for fun. Do you want Do you want to... You're on the second book, yeah? Yeah. Do, do, you, want, do you want a spoiler? Do you want to know how many books there are? Tell yeah. me how many books there are. There are three books. Okay. So you got a whole other book coming. Okay. So don't yeah. rush through book two, I guess is what I'm saying. Thank you very much. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> are they adding a book four for DLC? I'm not sure, actually. Or is that the free update? I think they do, because when I went on 
back here because it's, yeah. it's Jackson switch that I've been using. So uh, it connected to the internet. Yeah, it did. So it said, "Hey, here's an option for like the Nintendo store oh, okay. on the main Ooh. screen." And it was like, "Here's where you can download more stuff." And I was like, Mah. "Yeah, maybe there will be a book for." I'm That's exciting. To, I'm tempted to buy the DLC for Mario Rabbids, even though I haven't played that for ages. But just because it's real cheap at the moment, and that game rules. And you play it's the Donkey Kong DLC. Yep, yeah. that's pretty good. I yeah. love Donkey Kong. He's Big Ape. <laughs> I love Big Ape. He is Big Ape. I will tell you how much I love Big <laughs> Apes in one second. Yeah. But first, we need to hear a word from our sponsors and maybe Jackson. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 to get 20 20, to get 15 15, 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I just want to give a quick little reminder that this Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I'm going to be hosting a nasty game show called Big Deal. And if you don't attend, I'll take to the sea and never come back. Grab your tickets from our website, sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. So, as I previously just mentioned, I love Big Apes. Yeah. And I love Hotline Miami. Okay. And... I have no qualms with jazz, <laughs> but I love drums. All right. I also like being stressed when I play video games. Why have fun when I can be stressed? Yes. That is I, true. I have fun in real life. When I, when I plug into the mainframe, I want to have a rough time. I want to be scared. <laughs> yeah, I want to be frightened. Yeah. I want to be stressed. I want to be sweaty. You want to discover like a new weird tick that you only have when you play video games? <laughs> yeah. Do you have one of those? <laughs> uh, no. Do you? <laughs> this is a sharing time. Cass, you're a guest. You have to tell us. Oh, no. Um, I chew my tongue a lot to the <laughs> point where I can stuff my tongue under one of my teeth on the left side, but not the right. I'm putting oh. off getting an OPG. I need that OPG. <laughs> I've changed the shape of my mouth from stress chewing. <laughs> That's that rules. I suspect we all have something like that. I know that Joel Zamet, when he's playing a video game and getting really into it, he will kick his Uggs off. It's cute ass. Oh, my God. He kicks his Uggs off but still on his feet then he spins them around and then he just plays with them so yeah 
It's, Ug- it's hard to describe. Yeah, Ugg boots, yeah. So it's he like- kicks his shoes off so they're loose, but then spins his shoes around so that the bot- the top of the shoe is facing down. Yeah, and, and he just kind kicks of hooked legs, on his yeah. feet, and he kind of like kicks his feet like a little kid. Like oh. he's having a great time with I you. I bite guys. my Very switch cute. and beat my friends. <laughs> I punch myself in the leg every time I die. Dumb boy. Oh, I bite my finger sometimes. Like, as in, like, I'll be like, Arr! like that classic, like, stressed. Yeah. I don't do it very often. And, like, I, when I do it, I'm like, damn it, I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the thing, my favorite things I was just talking about before, and a thing that I tolerate, apparently, jazz, yeah. Uh, yeah. they've all come together Ooh! in the form of a video game okay. called Ape Out, which is a 2D retro styled uh, top down survival game i guess <laughs> where you play as subject for an ape that is being held in a facility and you ape out and break out that's great and then you just got to escape it's crazy colored the soundtrack is solely jazz drums and when you kill people the jazz drums get Do more intense yeah like yeah uh it's hyper violence you are an ape that just makes people explode by throwing them into walls the ge- the gameplay is really simple it's basically Every level is like a slightly different floor plan. You've got to get from the left side to the exit. Yeah. Uh, you've got two moves, uh, which is basically you can push or punch, which kills enemies if you fling them into a wall, or you can grab them. And all the enemies have guns, so if you grab people, the enemy you're holding shoots forward once, and then you can throw them into other guys. It's so fun. I've played so much of it in like, I've only had it for like, it's been out for about two days. Yeah. Played it heaps. I had to quit Tetris to keep playing it, uh, which is something that... <laughs> wasn't easy for you. Yeah, it was yeah. real hard. Um, I've gotten to the point where I close my eyes, I see Tetris. <laughs> it's good. Hopefully you close your eyes now and see Ape Out. I hope so. <laughs> That's the dream. Oh. I, yeah, watching you play, because I watched you play it just before we recorded this episode. Incredibly stressful. Yep. It rem- Please. I started chewing my tongue for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Hotline Miami, but like really distilled down. It's got that same, for anybody who's played Hotline Miami, that same level of stress to the music where it like worms its way into your brain and heart. Yeah. And like, wow. Yeah, it's, and it's also like, so because they have guns and I only have my fists, you mm. also, it's also kind of like a stealthy sort of game because you have to like hide behind walls and, be sensible about who you're grabbing and whatever because like there's a variety of enemies so for instance there's just normal guy as we hold him as a human shield one bullet kills him that's fine yeah this guy's wearing armor where it takes three bullets but then there's a guy that's like got like a explosive backpack so if you're holding him and you get shot you explode and die (laughs) uh the health system is really simple as well it's just three shots and you're dead um you get shot once and you're just like bleeding a bit get shot twice you're bleeding a lot Get shot a third time, you die. It's a really cool way of showing how damaged you are instead of like the screen changing or whatever. You're just the trait because the whole thing is not the graphics are like I don't know what you call like not cell shaded. No, it's very stylized. Yeah, it's almost like silhouettes. Yeah, it's it's almost silhouettes. It's and um, there's a name for it, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, <laughs> good because there are levels of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze that look exactly the same. Oh my god, it's a Donkey Kong spinoff. <laughs> Oh, no. It's all ape-based media. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's a really nice visual way of showing it. I think a lot of other games would have gone for like, are your screens getting darker or like whatever? But yeah. this one, you're like, oh my God, the trail of blood, I'm leaving. Yeah, the game is, so it's really, really colorful, but like in a simple way. So for instance, the first level, uh, the walls in that are mostly black. There's glass panes that are like light blue. The enemies are gray. And when they pop, they are very red. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the ape is orange at first and bleeds orange. Uh, so it stands out heaps, even on the human blood. 
There's like really like nice little touches to it as well, even though it's very simple looking. So stuff like if you kill a man, uh, you can pick up his arms and legs, which is also yeah, pretty funny. Great. But also if you walk through the blood, you leave like ape footprints for a little bit and that's good. Yeah, that's very good. In a game that's kind of like as simple as it is, those nice little details sort of like, it's like the game plays solid and then they've polished it. Yeah. Which is nice for a game like this. It has one creator's name, so I wouldn't be super shocked if it was made just by that one guy. Yeah. When you first start playing the game, every time you... So at the very start of the game, it comes up like uh, disc one, which mm-hmm. also is funny. Yeah. They've labeled it like a record because it's disc one, but then when you beat... I beat a certain amount of levels, it just come up side B. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, which is really... Celeste has a similar thing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. Well, that's tapes, isn't it? Yeah, Celeste is tapes, and it's like every level... I think it works differently, because in Celeste, every level has a side B, which is like a... Oh, no, maybe it is just a sequel to the... I'm not sure. I can't remember with Celeste. I don't know if it's like this is a harder collect- version could- of the level, or if they're like, this is the next part of the level. Yeah, because well, you collect cassette tapes in that, don't you? I don't know. I don't remember. Because I, I know because there's a side A, side B, and side C. Ah, uh, C side. Yeah, no, that isn't. I think isn't... C side is like the nightmare version of the level. But side A and side B might just be the two parts of the level. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyone who remembers Celeste, let me know <laughs> in the comments. Yeah, let us know in the comments below. Don't yeah. forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Smash that like button. Just slam that likes. <laughs> Can't wait to be in YouTube rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Are are there any, we, tweet yeah. YouTube. Let them know. <laughs> are there any negatives for you for Ape Out? Um, look, I it's hard, so I haven't gotten that far into it. Sure. So I'm not sure. It depends how long the game is, because if it's too long, it might get a bit samey. Mm, uh, yeah, I could even see that watching you there now. I'm like, it looks fun, but if there are more than like eight other levels, well, for the four you've already played, like no. Or- so you're. So you saw me beat level four, I thought it was, yeah. Five. Yeah, you see me play level four and five. Yeah. Um, the other f- the first three felt pretty different and were a lot like oh, just okay. like streamlined. And some levels have different lighting, which means that the colors are totally different, which is fun. Yeah, One level yeah. an alarm goes off and the level colors just change totally. Ape became white. Yeah, yeah, it was Ooh. good. Yeah, it was good. It is really beautiful to look at as well. And the colors are, they're not, but they're, they're as bright as you can get without being neon. Yeah, 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 yeah and absolutely. It, it almost is like visually stressful because they're <laughs> the colors that they use, if you saw them in nature, you'd be like, that's poison. Yes. <laughs> the whole game feels like seeing a poison. I think frog. I s- started mentioning this before they got distracted. Yeah, when you first start the game, every time you kill a guy, a credit comes up. So it's almost like a weird, crazy oh, opening cool. jazz credit. Because it'd be like, like the wow, yeah. but then like it comes up like massive writing, like ape out, <laughs> created by. Oh, that's very music cool. by. Oh man, Wonderful. ape out rules. <laughs> so basically, it's good ape content. It's basically it's nice to see the other side of ape escape. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to a see it from it's the perspective a, of the ape. Yeah, it's a companion piece to ape escape. Except instead of instead of standing there throwing <laughs> eggs or whatever at the anime kid, you're, you're killing. <laughs> yeah, I'm destroying man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wanted to destroy you. Yeah, that's fair. They, it's, yeah, it's an ape bash ape world. <laughs> well, at the very start of the game, Cass, you're in a cell and you can see three other cells in the area and they've got three dead apes in them those ones didn't escape that's yeah. no. ape in ape, ape in <laughs> but i aped out 
it's so fun. It's uh like twenty dollars Australian on the store, so it's pretty cheap for what it is. Okay, it's really fun. I would almost recommend playing it with headphones and loud just to get the full oh, I, yeah, stressful drum. That's the experience. best way to play Hotline Miami, and this game has yeah. so many shades of Hotline Miami. And this also yeah. brings us to another famous thumb cramps point that we've brought up. This is probably the third time yeah. in like fifteen episodes. Bring Hotline Miami to the Switch. Yeah, it's insane that it's not on the Switch. I will it's buy it twice. Yeah, it's incredible. Bring Tweet that- Hotline Miami, bring it to the Switch. Yeah, absolutely. That game is just... I am such a fan of any game that is basically just pure gameplay. Yep. They're like, here's, here's, just, here's the concept, and it's just going to be variations of that. I um heard that yeah so in Hotline Miami you basically play it as play as like a coked up lunatic yeah this you're just an angry ape which is like so much more reasonable yeah I'll don't never do, do drugs coke, be ape <laughs> I could get hairy <laughs> <laughs> so look this is the exact type of game that I will definitely just keep playing and playing and playing and I won't get better at it but I will just find it satisfying to pick up and just knock out a few levels. Saves after every level, which is nice. So yeah. You don't lose that much progress. I'm going to give it five thumbs. It's just so many yeah. things that I like all in one. Look, maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll be like, look, I need to dog. I've played. It's ruined my life. I think I'm an ape now. <laughs> Worst game ever. It robbed me somehow. But uh, yeah, I'm looking. My friends shields. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding so much. Good morning, douche. You just pick me up and smash me into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he do that now? He's aped out. It's all that ape out. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, it's so fun. It looks so nice. Now I can't stop thinking about it and kind of want to end this episode early so I can keep go play it some <laughs> just more. Cut off my review. <laughs> Anyway, Too bad. Whatever Jackson get was get five thumbs. Who cares? Yeah, shut up, ape out. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. As soon as I was like, oh, that new level with the ghost stuff, I'm like, oh my god. I'll be thinking about like, well, what do I have to do? How much work do I have to do today? <laughs> well, I am not feeling that. One, Aww. because I've finished the game that I'm reviewing. Oh, uh, good job, idiot. Two, because I didn't like it very much. Surprise. Oh. Um, so I played a game that I remember seeing uh, in a couple of like uh, videos that were like, ooh, cool, interesting, upcoming horror games, like about ooh. two or three years ago. And I was like, because I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of your survival horrors. You know, what? I like my survival, so survival horror is just, a, it's just that with ghosts. No. That's <laughs> um, nuts, Jackson. It's crazy to learn these new things about you like being scared and struggling? to survive yeah that's my jam what i'm hey, also I gotta... very wet yeah. not very clever <laughs> <laughs> all of these things are new revelations um so and this one seemed really unique really interesting so in the trailer or, or, or the concept of the game is that you are a baby and you are <laughs> you can relate to that as you are as clever as one and i can't run for very long before yep. falling on my hands and knees and crawling <laughs> yep. like a baby um and it was like oh you've got to explore your house and your house is very spooky and it seemed like the idea of the game was that it was going to take that like childhood fear of the big empty spooky dark house and turn that into a survival horror game which i was like that's really cool that's such a unique idea i didn't i didn't play it because it was in like early access for ages and i just couldn't be bothered and then i um i saw that it came out on the ps4 and i was like yeah why not i'll give it a go i give it a crack i can't quite remember how much it was if someone wants to look that up that uh, i can double rule. check that for I just, you, I'd like you to know the price point. Your review. what's the game called it's called <laughs> beyond the sleep yeah i haven't named it yet beyond the sleep so um the game opens you're a little baby it's your birthday you're Mom's Happy like, birthday. I've got your present. You're like, cool. Your mom feeds you some cake, picks you up, and then you, the first thing you notice is, speaking of the polish in Ape Out, how little polish there is in this game. So your mom puts you on her shoulder, and immediately you clip through her shoulder, and your neck moves weird, and your body seems wrong, and you're like, oh, that's no good. Anyway, you get a teddy bear, your mom leaves the room, and the teddy bear comes to life. Just want to double check. Yeah. Beyond the sleep or among the sleep? Maybe it's among the sleep. <laughs> 
Either way, I'm not going to recommend getting it, so listeners, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it is... So, I think it's around 25 to $30, which yep. is far too much for kind of like how unpolished it is. Anyway... You get this teddy bear, the teddy bear comes to life, and I was like, all right, spooky teddy bear. The teddy bear's like, let's play some games. And you, like, climb around as a little baby. The teddy bear's like, hey, let's play a game where we go in the closet. And I was like, oh, boy. And Teddy goes into closet, and he's like, come in. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, Teddy's evil. And I go in the closet, and we close the door. And then Teddy's like, if you're ever scared, you can just pick me up and give me a cuddle. And then I realize that Teddy will be my light in the game. He works like a torch. And then we're all in the closet. We go into a spooky world, and then... We come out of the closet and I realize Teddy is just my friend throughout the game. And I was very disappointed. Then the game is basically just like your most stock standard, boring, like indie survival horror game. It's like you have to collect four. Your mother disappears and you go into this spooky, distorted version of your house, but also not really. And you have to collect four memories. And those are the four different levels. And each level has like a very not very fun puzzle to it and you do the puzzle and then you're like cool and all the while of course there's a very spooky thing that looks like your mom chasing you but it's just very easy to avoid and it's not very frightening and it's not like the game isn't eerie so there's no atmospheric horror but also there are no jump scares so it just it's just there in the background and you're like oh okay and obviously when it comes close to you your screen distorts it's just like such a paint by numbers game for something that could have been such an interesting concept, or they could have played around with it in a really interesting way. I'm a massive... What's the opposite of a fan? (laughs) (laughs) Anti-fan. I'm a massive anti-fan of any game that mixes horror and puzzles poorly, and I think it happens all the time. Uh, Because a puzzle for me most of the time is going to bring me out of the horror. So, like, yeah. for example, in one level, you're in, like, a distorted version of a playground. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, and you need to get across a bridge. <laughs> ooh, a famously very scary noise. Ooh. ooh. Uh, you got to get, like, climb up the, the play equipment and there's a bridge to the memory you got to collect. Yep. But to get up... Oh, no. There's a seesaw. (gasps) And I'm like, well, I go on the seesaw, but I'm too heavy on one end, so I need to weigh down the other end with seven owl statues. Seven. And a game... Where I'm running from something, but at the same time, I'm like, where are these AL stats? Like, yeah. the the frustration of being like, is it in this bush? Is it in that bush? Is that means that anytime the monster appears, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, go away. Yeah, shut up for I'm, a second. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to find these something. AL statues. And it's, it's the same problem I had with the game Amnesia the Dark Descent, where I was trying to find a million goddamn cogs. And <laughs> because I couldn't find the cogs, or couldn't figure out how to put them together, seeing this scary monster wasn't frightening. It was just frustrating. I was like, just go shut away. Up. Up, idiot. I don't know why more horror games can't just be horror games. I don't know why they feel like they've got to be horror puzzle as well. So, I think because puzzles are stressful. So I think they're trying to play on both the stress of the thing and also the stress of puzzles. Yeah, but they sort of, they do contradict each other because one of them, you're like, it's taking time. And I can see I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like, we're going to put that time mm. pressure on you. But I think a more effective use would be to make the puzzle decision-based instead of having to find things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, even, you know, if you, if the way you're trying to create horror in your game is by meaning that I'm like, oh, no, I have a limited... I've got to do a thing, but at the same time I'm being harassed, then a perfect example of that done well is Alien Isolation, where in Alien Isolation, opening a door... You've never mentioned this game or how much you love it before. It's great. <laughs> but you open a door, and that takes ages. And when you're being chased, you just get scared by opening a door. <laughs> or you're like you press a button for an elevator 
and you know the elevator's going to take way too long. So you've pressed the button, and you're like looking down the hallway, and you're like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Then you press the button, you're like, come on, come on, come on. Then the elevator gets in there, and you get in the elevator, and you're off to the next area, and you're like, oh... That's so much more satisfying than being like, got to get these owl statues, got to find the right key, found the right key, and then the monster appears and it doesn't get you straight away and you're like, I just I just don't care. And aside from all that, obviously the game just doesn't look very nice and it's not very polished. Would you forgive it because it's a new release and like they're clearly still working well, on it? Well, it's been out for two years. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's actually came out in 2014. Yeah, like, oh, well, longer than that. Yeah, because it came out on the PC and it's only come to the PS4 recently. No, um, it's been out on PS4 since on 2015. PS4? Wow, okay. Bad job. <laughs> um, it comes out on the Switch this year, though. Oh, hooray. Can't don't wait to play it. it again. So, look, uh, interesting premise. I wish the gameplay had been more fun. I think a far scarier game would have just been like, you're a baby in just a house. You don't have to make it a spooky house. And you're weak and you're fragile and there are monsters. Like, that's just that's just such a good and obvious concept for a horror game. And they just screwed it up monumentally. One thing to, that I do like is that you have a run, but because you're a baby, you can't run too long before falling on your hands and knees. That's pretty funny. And when you die, the baby cries. So, Well, I'd cry too if I died. Just kidding. I'd be like, good. I'm going to give it two thumbs out of five. The first thumb for an interesting premise, and the second thumb for a baby crying when you die and for falling over if you run too long. Like a baby. (laughs) Like a baby. So that brings today's thumb score to a whopping... 11. Oh, that is a low score. Well, Ooh. it's actually not that low. It's 11 out of 15. Yeah, I never know. I just say it's a low score if it's less than 20. <laughs> if it's 20, I'm like, that seems high. But it's out of 15. Yeah. Uh, not always. No, yeah. That, that's a thing, Cass. It's <laughs> out of 15. But you know what? Hotline yeah. Miami, that's a perfect game. That's another five thumber. Yeah, so, oh, hang on. Up. Same with Alien Isolation. Five thumbs. <laughs> Yeah, so what's that bring us to? Uh, 21 out of 15. Hell oh, yeah! Whoa! Okay. That's a, a big score. score! 25 thumb salute or whatever. 21 said. thumb salute. Damn it, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 21 thumbs. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. I've been Cass. Thank you so much for coming in, Cass. And as always, Cass, remember to keep your thumbs cramped. Keep your thumbs closed, but your thumbies <laughs> <Thumbs> closer. closer. <laughs> <laughs> My thumbs are sweaty! Do it! ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.